Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey talks about healing after a toxic relationship. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong and independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Sometimes in life, a dangerous person comes along. A person oh, that man, this music. ends up doing far more damage to us, our self-esteem, our sense of selves, and our life than we ever thought possible. Yeah, this is called Alpha Widow, right? When a girl gets with a guy who is so much more attractive, so her hypergamous ideal, that she knows that she'll never get another guy like this guy. And then he leaves her. He imprints on her forever. And she becomes an alpha widow. That's what Matthew's talking about. Now, when someone like this comes along, and when we meet them at a time in our life where maybe there are wounds we haven't healed, there's childhood patterns, that we're repeating, where we're doubting ourselves, where we find ourselves at a vulnerable moment, or we just find ourselves without the awareness of the kind of damage a person like this can do. This is called uh, removing accountability, right? So um, it's not your fault you're choosing men like this. No, these people are destructive and you need to, you know, you had no idea the power that these people could have, you know, and the damage they could do. Yeah, totally. We let them in. And upon finding that this relationship is difficult or this person has patterns that we don't understand. We invest more in trying to make the relationship work. Again, this is just BS, right? That's not actually what happens. What happens is these girls see that the guy is her hypergamous ideal. They choose him because in 2023, girls are only choosing guys in the top 5%, right? And then when the guy doesn't commit, she calls him toxic, right? And then blame everything on the men. Meanwhile, the other 95% of men are getting literally zero, and that's not an, an exaggeration, to the point where many men are just walking away. And, like, again, it's no surprise why society is in full-blown decline, in 2023 as a result of this. It's a big reason why. In trying to bring about peace with this person, in trying to make this person happy or give them what they say they want, all the while hoping that one day the dynamic will change, that this person will change, that the behaviors that are causing you pain right now will cease. But they don't. <laughs> And when we keep investing in a person like this, when we keep giving and giving and giving, they begin to take up more and more space in our world until eventually they are our world. They yeah, this describes, again, the process of a girl becoming an alpha widow. Like, they give themselves to this man 
and they give themselves willingly because they understand that that man is the best they can do or that they will ever do, right? In terms of, you know, physical attraction, um, monetary ability, charisma, etc. Okay, shilling time. Uh, hit the like, hit the subscribe, buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, or Tom M. Link is in the description. You just click more under the video and the links are all there. Um, you can also support me by going to my Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios blog and subscribing. Shilling is done. Back to the video. They monopolize our time, our energy, our attention, and the emotional toll that the relationship takes, the stress, the anxiety, the fear, take up so much space that we no longer have the bandwidth to think about anything else. Again, these types of men are the only men that girls are choosing in 2023, at least when they're in their biological prime, which means age 18 to 23. When they're in their biological prime, quote-unquote, living their best life, they're not out here selecting for a good relationship, choosing a good man, committing to him, marrying him and having children, and never sleeping with another guy than their husband. No, no. 18 to 23 is hot girl summer, is, uh, you know, making a baby with Chad and then having stepdaddy season and all of this type of thing. That's where we're at right now. It's just nuts in 2023. Again, they used to have a system that worked. It was called um, assortative mating and um, distributive mating. And it used to happen through marriage and arranged marriage in conservative uh, cultures that, you know, were led by men. And 2023 is not that at all. It's a free-for-all a smorgasbord of, um, you know, bedroom fun attention for Chad, the top 5% of men, and literally zero for any man that's average or even above average. You need to be very highly above average in 2023 in the West to get anything. Otherwise, you get nothing. When someone becomes our world, it can actually start to rewire our brain the way we think, it can create new trauma or activate old trauma. It can make it so that we no longer distinguish between this person and the rest of the world. In our mind and our emotions, they become the same thing. It's no longer what this person is like and what people are like. Logically, we may understand that our ex is not everybody, but emotionally, it feels like that's not true. Whatever pain this person caused us becomes the potential danger of everybody else in life. And so... Absolutely true. Very well stated, Matthew. Very, very well stated. Indeed. These girls sleep with Chad. And because Chad is the only man that these women see, they assume all men have these qualities. All men are trash. All men are bad. All men are liars. All men are manipulators. All men have the ability to cheat. All men cheat. All men are scammers. All men are liars. 
it couldn't be further from the truth, but when these girls are 18 to 23, they don't see anyone else. And you know why? It's because nobody is having conversations with these girls about the truth of their biology and who they're attracted to and what their relationship strategy should be and who they should actually be going for. Nobody has these conversations. In 2023, the conversation is, anyone who does anything to go against what you as a woman want to do, they are M-word, they are A-word, they are T-word, they're bad people for telling you anything other than what you want to hear. And all that does is promote degeneracy, destruction, and the erosion of all of the values that made the West great in the first place. All dead. All dying. Because there is no conversations being had with women about what the life plan should actually be. Used to be the father chose the husband or whatever. The family chose the husband, but the, the father was considered the, the head of the household and would ultimately make the final decision. Men know in five seconds if the man that the girl is with is good or bad. Know in five seconds if he's scum of the earth or if he's a good, hardworking, successful, supportive, strong man. But women don't seem to know that or even if they do, logically, emotionally, they make the wrong decision. And that isn't to say that it's always been the case, but in 2023, more often than not, it is. You can't be at 35, 36, 42 saying, now you understand the issues you had, the problems you had, and now you're willing to change. No. You need to say you understand the problems and are willing to change at 18 years old. You need to go against the cancerous culture that encourages you to destroy yourself. At 18 years old, no sleeping around, no random bedroom fun, no getting addicted to Chad. You can't be doing that. As much as you want to do that, it's destructive for you, it's destructive for your family, it's destructive for your future children, it's destructive for your psychology, it's destructive for everybody and everything around you. And you need to understand that. Anyway, back to the video. So when a relationship like this ends, there is this aftermath that continues. Indeed. They're now no longer present in your life. Alpha widow. But they have left an emotional footprint. So now when we find ourselves trying to form a new relationship, especially romantically, but it can even take place in new friendships, we find ourselves distrusting other people. We find ourselves thinking Indeed. that situations represent danger that don't necessarily represent danger. We put up the walls, we box ourselves into a smaller and smaller and smaller corner of our own life, and we get afraid to let anyone in the way that we did before ever. Indeed. Now, what Matthew is trying to, to do is to convince women to stop being alpha widows. What I'm saying is they cannot be convinced to, be al to stop being alpha widows. They can only prevent the problem. Don't choose the top 5% of men. It's literally that simple. Your standards 
need to come way down. It starts with humility. It starts with understanding who you are as a woman. How attractive am I actually to men? Am I really a 10? Or am I a fake 10 that's been promoted by womanism for me to say that? And again, if you as a woman, you're actually a 5 out of 10, you're dead average, but you believe you're a 10, all you're doing is destroying yourself. You're not doing anything else. When you believe you're a 10, you basically are guaranteeing that you end up as a woman with cats and boxed wine at 35 because you don't understand your own value. So you don't understand the type of man you can actually attract for a long-term relationship at your absolute biological prime. Like, if you as a girl at 18 years old go after Chad, when you know that Billy is the one that you should be marrying, you've already made a gigantic mistake. Because Chad will never give you commitment, but Beta, but Beta Billy will. And you can't go to Beta Billy at 35 and marry him. Because he's not, he's not taking you at 35. He's taking you at your prime. If you're average at your prime, you don't get the man that you could have gotten in your prime, in your decline. You get somebody far, far worse. So again, if you want the, what's best for yourself, your children, your family, and ultimately society, you don't make that poor decision. Again, I'm explaining these things logically, right? And women are not, like, of course, there are some women that logically can make the correct decision, but it's rare in 2023. What I'm saying is the conversation needs to happen at a much younger age. The life plan needs to be held needs to be laid out at a much younger age. Because right now, the plan that these girls are following is destroying them. And not only them. All the children they have, their lives are forfeit. Children that grow up in single-parent households, especially single-mother households, do much worse than two-parent households. This type of behavior that's being encouraged in 2023 it encourages the creation of such households, which actually leads to societal degeneration and decay. So all of this can be prevented by having conversations early, before the girl is 16 years old, before she's 14 years old. The plan needs to be clear before all of this hits her all at once and she starts to get male attention unsolicited and she... she begins her ascension into the prime of her fertility when she's supposed to be getting married and having children. The conversations of who she's supposed to pick need to happen far earlier. And if she is unable to pick, then the family should pick. For her, the family, and ultimately society's benefit. Again. Understanding this is crucial to healing from a toxic relationship because we begin to realize that there is a kind of deprogramming that needs to happen. Where Indeed, I'm also talking about deprogramming, right? Just in a different sense. 
I'm talking about deprogramming from 2023's culture of promoting cultural decay and ultimately self-destruction. That needs to be deprogrammed from a young age because the current plan is utterly destructive. And frankly, all it does is hurt everyone. It doesn't serve anyone. Where we no longer see the rest of the world as being associated with the danger of the person we just left. And we begin to rewrite ourselves as a strong character in our new narrative going forward. And I By the way, when he says that these toxic men are dangerous, I believe that the top 5% men are absolutely dangerous. And I don't mean they're dangerous because they themselves are dangerous people. They're dangerous in the sense that they will for sure not provide commitment because no man who works to be an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 is going to commit to a 5 out of 10 long term. He's not going to do it. He'll take it for bedroom fun, but he's not going to take it for long-term commitment. He'll commit to a 7 or 8 out of 10 for long-term commitment. So ultimately, the woman needs to understand where she is through humility and understanding the life plan so that she doesn't fall into the trap of going after a guy who will gladly take her for bedroom fun, but for nothing else. These guys are a top 5% are not going to change. They're not going to change because they don't have to. But 95% of women in 2023 are making the wrong decision by going after the same subset of men. What I'm saying is, Make the subset of men you go after not 5%, but 40 or 50%, and you're okay. Most women then will end up actually happy, or at least not miserable. Actually, if you make it 60%, then you would. Anyway, assortative mating is ultimately the answer, which is the answer that the ancients came up with, right? They saw this tribal behavior in their early societies in Babylon and Mesopotamia and they came up with this idea of monogamous marriage an arranged marriage to prevent all of this we're just seeing a repeat of history Roman Empire same garbage happened they also declined Byzantine Empire same and so on Look at the histories of all the major empires. They declined through similar processes. <coughs> Back to the video. I have three mindsets that I want to share with you today to help you do just that. Number one, this deprogramming begins with rewriting the narrative of that relationship. Sometimes we leave a relationship like this and the narrative we have is that people can't be trusted. If that could happen to me from this person, it could happen to me from anybody. When I open myself up, there's danger. That stops us from ever fully investing again when we take that lesson from it. But we have to rewrite the story. The story is not that people cannot be trusted. The story is one of ignoring evidence. So when we're in a relationship like that, we see evidence that this person hasn't got our best interests at heart, or that this is doing damage to us, or that our needs aren't getting met, or that we can't trust this person. And instead of leaving, we stay. 
and we either hope for it to get better or we try harder or we try appeasing this person or we try a different strategy all the while thinking that one day we're going to get the peace and it never comes so i want you to think about the story that you created about a relationship like this what did you decide did you decide that because of what this person did to you that relationships mean danger did you decide that people mean danger did you decide that you should never lower your guard because that's what happens that you should never love that intensely because that's what happens and if you did know that those are all decisions those are all meanings that will rob you of the joy the opportunity and the passion you can experience in your future now here's the truth if girls end a relationship with one child then from that relationship take away the the concept that this specific person was bad but I'll do better next time and they choose another child then they're just going to make the same mistake over and over so as i said prevention is the best cure humility is the ultimate solution understanding for women their actual value and admitting it i am a 5 out of 10 i am average i can expect to get maximum 2 points more attractive than me and no more so if you're a 5 out of 10 girl you can get a 7 out of 10 guy for long term commitment but you can't get a 7.5 you can't get an 8 you can't get a 9 you definitely can't get a 10 i am a 6 out of 10 the maximum i can get for long term commitment is an 8 out of 10 i can't get an 8.5 i can't get a 9 humility is the ultimate solution and then these girls would end up happy but if every girl says she's a boss babe she's a queen she's a 10 out of 10 she's the most attractive possible girl in the world doesn't matter what you think of yourself reality is the truth and if you're not getting commitment from these guys it means You are not even 2 points lower than them. You are much lower. And you need to understand that. You need to humbly admit where you are so you can actually have some semblance of happiness. And it's sad that reality is like that. But there's nothing I can do to change reality. The solution is ultimately the truth and the truth will set you free all right um let's read this post from relationship advice posted 7 hours ago she's 27 the boyfriend is 30 he's upset that she won't give up or include him on my uh, on her glamping weekends sorry about the formatting we've been dating for about 2 years and he has a daughter oh okay 3 or so years ago i was burnt out and decided to take a weekend getaway I found out that uh I found that about two and a half hours away from where I lived there's a big national park that rents out bougie little cabins so I decided to go there. I went swimming, roasted marshmallows, drank wine by the fire, enjoyed the scenery, and finally read a book I was dying to read but never had the time for. I threw my phone on do not disturb and forgot it existed. I wanted to detach and that's exactly what I did. 
I enjoyed the time to myself. I didn't want to think about work, school, or anyone other than me. Me, 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 me. It was so nice that I decided to make it a once a month thing. Most months I'd leave work Friday, immediately go there and then come back Sunday night. Sometimes I'll leave Saturday morning instead. I make sure any projects I'm working on are on complete, and that my apartment is clean. I don't answer emails, calls, I don't even go on the internet. If it rains, I'll watch a movie or binge a show, but aside from that, I try not to touch any tech. Kumi started to date boyfriend. He didn't understand it. I explained that it was a way for me to relax and wind and get away from people. It was the only time I got to focus on me and mental health. He was annoyed and worried that I would leave my phone in my room and not respond to anyone. But that was the point. I didn't want to be disturbed. And that my friends and family know where I'm going and they won't hit me up. I stopped uh, leaving it on Do Not Disturb though just in case of an emergency. But then he started blowing me up all weekend. He didn't understand why I would need a break from him. But I couldn't get him to understand that it wasn't about him. I just wanted the weekend alone to relax and be adjacent to the great outdoors. After that argument, we decided that I would call him for a few minutes before he goes to bed to let him know that I'm safe. All he does his best to try not, uh, not to drag that conversation on forever. I thought that that was the end of that, but now he frequently asks why I don't ever invite him and his daughter to go with. But that defeats the whole purpose of my getaway. Not to mention I spend most of my spare time with them already. I suggested that we can periodically plan other trips together. Some for the two of us and something more kid-friendly for everyone. But he conveniently only wants to plan things for the weekend I'm away and be a homebody the rest of the time. Outside of this topic, we don't argue much, but when it happens, he ties it back to this. One day, I couldn't rearrange my schedule to pick up the girl, and he insisted it's because I only tolerate her. And he knows I only tolerate her because I haven't suggested taking her glamping with me one weekend to bond. Forget the fact that I've had one on one time with her numerous times to bond, and we have a great relationship. I just don't know what to do. If I include them once, uh, once, I know one of two things will happen. He'll insist on coming all the time, and that'll change the whole premise of my getaway. Or he'll think it's dumb and insist I stop going altogether. He has pretty much suggested the second option anyways. Also, our finances are separate, so this isn't about money. And he's never suggested that he thinks I'm cheating on going with someone else. How can I get him to understand this once and for all? So again, in my opinion, this is selfish. In my opinion, this is masculine. This is, I don't care about any of you. I'm going to do me. And if you're not okay with it, get out. It's masculine. This is not a feminine way of being, of living, right? The roles are reversed. It's almost like the man here is a single mother and she's the man. And they're, they're trying to make it work. It's, it's a huge problem. It's, that's what it's looking like. Yeah. Uh, so somebody said, why does he plan a special weekend with his daughter the weekend of your glamping, right? So instead of them going together, like again, if you're in a relationship... Why are you acting single? That's what I want to know. All right, we're going to end the video there. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more. It's under the video in the video description. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the blog. Thank you so much for listening to the end. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time.